It's so good to be together again, church. And I pray that you'll be blessed by the word today as we continue the service after a wonderful time of worship. What if I was to say to you, be like Jesus? How would you respond? Be like Jesus. (laughs) That is the title of the message today. And that is the topic we're going to be talking about today. How would you respond to that um, phrase or that question, that assertion, that challenge, be like Jesus? Well, Jesus said, follow me. He said, be my disciples. Well, when he invited people, when he invites us to be his disciples, what he's saying is, learn from me, be students of me, and become like me. In Romans 8, 29, we read the following. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus. That he, Jesus, might be the firstborn among many brethren. So you see, we are called to be conformed to the image of Jesus. To become more like Jesus. Listen to the same verse in the Passion Translation. For God knew all about us before we were born and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. This means the son, Jesus, is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. (laughs) Wow. And Paul said the following, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So it seems that to be like Jesus is the aim of being a follower of Jesus. But you say, pastor, I could never be like Jesus. (laughs) Me? With my limitations, my weaknesses, my my lack of knowledge, never. I need Jesus. Oh yes, pastor, but I can never be like Jesus. Well, it's not me who says, follow me or be imitators of Christ. It is the Lord himself who puts this challenge to us, this invitation to us through his word. As unlikely as it may be, it is possible for you to be like Jesus. And today I want to share some practical ways by which you and I can become more like Jesus. We learned this from Jesus himself. And we're going to look at Matthew chapter 9. I'm reading from verse 35 to 38. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest Truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of their harvest to send out laborers 
into his harvest. Well, if you read the whole of chapter 9 of Matthew, you will read about Jesus preaching, healing people, raising a young girl from the dead, casting out a demon, and giving a man his speech back. And then you come to the verses we've just read, where he went about teaching, preaching, healing, and then where he's moved with compassion. And ask the disciples to ask Lord the harvest to send more laborers into the field. As, as he sees the multitudes, he's moved with compassion. He makes an observation to his disciples. The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his Harvest. That's verses 37 and 38. The will of Jesus, the desire of Jesus is that more people, more laborers would do what he is doing. What he was doing on that day. He asks his disciples to pray for more laborers. And as we know from the historical record, those disciples themselves became the answer to that very prayer. They were sent out. They became laborers. In the harvest. Uh, You see, none of us, none of us can fully do what Jesus did. We can never fully be what Jesus was to the people when he walked the earth. But we can learn from Jesus. And we can reflect a little bit of him to those around us. We can also be instrumental in introducing people to Jesus so that he can heal, guide, and bless them like only he can. Let's see what Jesus was doing. And let's see if we can do it to some degree too. Let's read verse 35 again. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Did you notice that? In this verse, we read about Jesus doing four things. Number one, he went about. Number two, teaching. Number three, preaching. Number four, healing. Let's talk a little bit about them. Number one, he went about. Jesus went about intentionally to the cities and villages. He had a mission. Today, some evangelists and traveling preachers, they also go about to cities and villages intentionally to preach the gospel, to teach people. But most of us do not often leave our town or village. Most of us spend our whole lives in our town or village. How can we be like Jesus? Well, it's simple. We might not go about villages and cities, but we go about during our daily lives, don't we? We go to work, we go shopping, we talk to people on the phone, on social media. During lockdown or not, we all do an amount of going about, physically or through technology. When Jesus went about, 
he was very much aware of what was happening around him. And he used that information for ministry and for service. Going about is all about awareness of the environment and surroundings. It's being aware of your environment, being aware of what is going on. Listen, it is easy for me to to go to do something, say to go to do shopping. It's easy for me to focus on that. And I go and I do my shopping and I come back home and I'm not aware of what is going around me. I'm just focused on the thing I am doing. It's easy to ignore situations and people. Or I can go out to do something and tune in to what is happening around me, become aware of the people and the situations around me, and intentionally engage with those people around me when the opportunity arises. If I am aware and listening as I go about, I will become aware of opportunities to encourage someone to draw someone to Jesus, to pray for someone, to teach something of God's word to somebody. I can be aware as I talk on the phone, as I read and as I exchange messages on social media. In every sphere of my life, I can be aware of opportunities to be like Jesus to somebody. Then number two is teaching. It says Jesus did some teaching. Teaching is communicating knowledge in a structured way. It is equipping. It is preparing, explaining, empowering. And Jesus took time to teach his followers. He would connect the dots in terms of Old Testament and him. What the Old Testament said about him. The scriptures that referred to his coming. He equipped his followers for ministry and empowered them with biblical knowledge. Sometimes he taught large groups, sometimes small groups, sometimes one to one. But it was teaching. You and I can teach too. Whatever you know of the word of God, you may know a lot, you may know a little, but whatever you know of the word of God, whatever you know about Jesus, you can share it with those that you know. It can be in a formal way or informal way, one-to-one or one-to-a group. It can happen at home, at work, at school, at social events, through social media. It can happen anywhere, anytime. You can share the knowledge that you have with people. And then there was preaching. Number three is preaching. Jesus also preached the gospel of the kingdom. Preaching is proclamation. Preaching is making aware. Today, we often call it evangelism, evangelizing or soul winning. The gospel is the good news of the kingdom of God. It is the good news that the kingdom of God, the rule of God over our lives is possible. That it is an open way between man and God. And that way is Jesus. Every sinner can be saved. Every person can spend eternity with God. And that is good news. It's the good news of the kingdom of God, of the rule of God. And you and I can share the good news with people whenever we have a chance. It's not a long preaching. It's just a proclamation. 
making people aware, making them aware that Jesus is the Savior, that God so loved the world, that he sent Jesus, so that anyone who believes in him will not have to perish, but have everlasting life. So as we go about, and as we are aware of our surroundings, surely there will be opportunities to proclaim the gospel to someone, somehow. Okay, so become aware. Then number four is healing. Jesus went about healing every sickness and disease. The Greek word used here is therapeo. And you can hear the derived English word therapy over there. It speaks of health and wholeness, spirit, soul, and body. Now, you may say, Pastor, there is no way I can go about healing people. But before you exclude yourself from this one, <laughs> let us consider the following. No, you cannot heal people like Jesus did. I agree with you. But you can pray for people. You can pray that Jesus would heal them. You can comfort and encourage people who are suffering physically or emotionally. And so you can assist in their healing. You can love people. You can pray for people. Be there for people in their time of disease and distress. You may be able to assist practically by doing something for them. Cooking a meal, helping out in their homes. And so by using your talent, you can assist them in the process of healing. You may be able to help financially. And by using your treasure, you can bring relief to them. You may not be able to heal people. But by using some of your time, your talent, and your treasure, you can facilitate healing to those who are sick and diseased. So, let's see. Out of the four things Jesus did, you can go about, you can teach, and you can preach. Healing is a tough one if you're not a doctor. But you can pray for healing, and you can assist in the healing process by caring for the sick. Out of the four things Jesus did, three are completely under your control. And the fourth one, you need to completely depend and trust the Lord. Yet, even on that fourth one, there are some practical things that you can do. So, to be like Jesus as I go about my life is not an impossibility. Amen? <laughs> I can start doing these things. I do not need to wait on the Lord. <laughs> I must just obey. I must just do them. For three of them, you and I have already been equipped to one measure or other. For the fourth one, healing, only the Lord can do the complete work. But by choice, I can facilitate spiritual and emotional healing by caring for people in practical ways. Of course, this kind of living requires prayer. Jesus said, pray the Lord of the harvest to send, that you would send laborers. And it is the Lord of the harvest who equips us, who gives us the strength to empower us. That means be in prayer. 
that the Lord will help you to see opportunities. Be aware of windows of opportunities to be like Jesus to someone. Now, the Lord is sending, but are the laborers listening? Are the laborers going? (laughs) You and I must listen to the call of the Lord. Are we listening? Are we alert to opportunities to teach, preach, encourage, and bring spiritual and emotional healing? Are we looking for opportunities to bless people, to pray for people? Jesus has chosen to work through us to bring the will of God to the earth. You and I are called to be like Jesus, to represent Him on the earth until He returns. I hope you have seen today that you do not need to be a full-time preacher or evangelist. You do not need to be a theologian to do the things that Jesus did. We just need to be available and obedient. What you know, you share and be a blessing to others. Listen, during this season of much uncertainty, where many are asking questions about life, where many are trying to rebuild their lives, where many are healing or needing healing, may you be challenged by this call to be like Jesus to those who come across your path. May you find much joy as you respond to the Lord's call and go about being aware of your surroundings, looking for opportunities to teach, to preach, and to bring healing and hope wherever the opportunity arises. Therefore, go and be like Jesus. Amen. Let us pray together and trust the Lord to use us in his hands and by his power. Lord, I thank you for this word. Lord, it is your word to us, your call to us to be like Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone listening to this message, watching this message. May we listen to your call. May we be aware as we go about our daily lives to opportunities to be like Jesus to somebody, to share something of your word, to proclaim the gospel, to facilitate healing so that your name may be glorified and people may be blessed and brought closer to you, my Father. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And so I pray that as you go forth, that you may sense and be aware of the love of the Father. May the grace and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. May the Holy Spirit empower you to be like Jesus. God bless you and see you next week. Amen.